Blog Talk Radio. Two columns for who is and who ain't niggas. 
Numbers is hard and real and they never have feelings But you push too hard, even numbers got limits Why the one straw break the camel back, here's the secret The million other straws underneath it, it's all mathematics I'm mighty more depth. It's simple mathematics Check it out Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Develop the habits. You've got the brain power. You've got the energy. But develop the habits of success. They say the chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken. Generally speaking, investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own talent. So nobody can take it away from you. They can run up huge deficits and the dollar can become worth far less. You can have all kinds of things happen. But if you've got talent yourself uh, and you've maximized your talent, uh, you've got a terrific asset. And that doesn't mean everybody should go to college, but it, it does mean that any way you find to improve. Communication skills are enormously important. I mean, I took a Dale Carnegie course that I paid $100 for, and it was worth a college degree. Uh, at least I thought it was. <laughs> Maybe this interview will convince people otherwise. <laughs> to, learn, to learn enough to do well. You've, you've all got the IQ to do well. You've all got the initiative and energy to do well, or you wouldn't be you wouldn't be here. Uh, and most of you will succeed in 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 in, in meeting your aspirations. Uh, but in in determining whether you succeed, uh, there's more to it than intellect and energy. And I'd like to talk for just a second about that. Think about it. Think what what can I do that you can't do? Now, I get to work in a job that I love, but I've always worked in a job I love. I loved it when I, I loved it just as much when I, when I, when it was a big deal if I made a thousand bucks. And I urge you to work in jobs you love. The question is about my business mistakes. How much time do you have? <laughs> you talk about learning from mistakes. I really believe it's better to learn from other people's mistakes as much as possible. But, uh, but we don't spend any time looking back at Berkshire. Uh, I've got a partner, Charlie Munger. We've been pals for 40 years. We've never had an argument. We disagree on things a lot, but we, but we but we don't we don't have arguments about it, and we never look back. We just you know we just figure there's so much to look forward to that there's just no sense thinking about what we might. Have. It, it it just doesn't make any difference. I mean, you you can only live life forward. A $1,000 investment with Warren Buffett 50 years ago would give you over a $25 million return today. He's the world's most successful moneymaker, and he made it all by simply investing in the right companies. Some people are better at certain things than others, you know. There's a lot of people who sing a lot better than I can. So I want a simple business, easy to understand, great economics now, honest and able management, and, and uh, then I can see about, in a general way, where they're going to be 10 years from now. And if I can't see where they're going to be 10 years from now, I don't want to buy them. Basically, I don't want to buy any stock 
where if they close the New York Stock Exchange tomorrow for five years, I won't be happy owning it. I buy a farm, and I don't get a quote on it for five years, and I'm happy if the farm does okay. You know, I buy an apartment house, don't get a quote on it for five years, I'm happy if the apartment house produces the returns that I expect. But people buy a stock and they look at the price the next morning and they decide whether they're doing well or not doing well. It's, it's crazy because <laughs> they're buying a piece of a business. That's what Graham, the most fundamental part of, of what he taught me. You know. You're not buying a stock, you're buying a, you're buying a part ownership in a business. You will do well if the business does well and if you didn't pay a totally silly price. And that's what it's all about. And you ought to buy businesses you understand. Just like if you're buying farms, you ought to buy farms you understand. It, it, it's, it's not complicated. You break one of the cardinal rules of investment, diversification. I mean, everybody's told, don't put all your eggs in one basket, spread them as widely as possible. You actually do sometimes and put enormous numbers of eggs yeah. in one basket, don't you? I stick with what I know. If somebody owns 50 stocks, can they really like the one they rank as number 50 as well as the, the one they rank as number one? Can they know it as well? I don't think so. And knowing what you do understand and don't understand. And that, that is the key. It's, it's defining what I call your circle of competence. And everybody's got a different circle of competence. The important thing is not how big the circle is. The important thing is staying inside the circle. And if that circle has only got 30 companies in it out of thousands on the big board, as long as you know which 30 they are, you're okay. The best way to get to think about investments is to be in a room with no one else and just think. And if that doesn't work, nothing else is going to work. Uh, and the disadvantage of being in any kind of a market-type environment on Wall Street would be the extreme is that you get overstimulated. You think you have to do something every day. If you buy a piece of American industry and you get a cross-section, you're going to do well over 10 or 20 or 30 years. But you're not going to do it if you try and dance in and out every day. The Dow Jones average started the 20th century at 66. It ended at 11,400. You'd say, how could you lose money <laughs> during a period like that? A lot of people did because they tried to dance in and out. So what you're looking for is some way to get one good idea a year, you know, and then, and then write it to its full potential. And that's very hard to do in an environment where people are shouting prices back and forth every five minutes and shoving reports under your nose and all that. Because Wall Street makes its money on activity. You make your money on inactivity. You don't need you don't need a lot of brains in this business. I mean, I've always said if you got an IQ of 160, give away 30 points to somebody else because you don't need it in investments. What you do need is emotional stability. You have to you have to be able to think independently, and you have to be you have to be when you come to a conclusion, you have to really not care what other people say and 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 just follow the facts and follow your reasoning. And and that's that's tough for a lot of people. Question is large caps versus small caps. I don't know the answer to that. We we don't think uh, we don't we don't care whether companies large cap, giant cap, middle cap, small cap, micro cap. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, the only question to us is: Can we understand the business? Do we like the people running it? And does it sell for a price that is attractive? The wonderful business, you know, you can figure out what will happen. You can't figure out when it will happen. You don't want to focus too much on when. You want to focus on what. If you're right about what, you don't have to worry about when very much. When you look at the future, there's also the argument made uh, that, that this is something that goes with your philosophy today. Get out of cash and get into assets, because we don't know what's going to happen to the dollar. Well, 
cash is always a bad investment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when people said cash is king a year ago, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, cash wasn't producing anything, and it was sure to go down in value over time. And then you always want to be sure you have enough. I mean, it's like oxygen. You want to be sure it's around, you know, but you don't need to have, you don't need to have excessive amounts of it around. No, I'd much rather own a good business uh, than have cash. Uh, and it is a hedge against the dollar? Well, you can say all assets are a hedge against okay. the, the dollar. I mean, but the, all you know is that the dollar is going to be worthless 10, 20, 30 years from now. I say worth. Less, not right. worthless. Right. <laughs> you want to watch that. Yeah. But it, it will be, you know, and that's, that's true of almost every currency that I can think of. Uh, the question is how much uh, it depreciates in value. But Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Nope.
Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the New Evolution Radio Network. You are watching Trends. Every Thursday, we take a peek at the future to see what's ahead of us. Today, we're looking at why billionaire is the new millionaire. Welcome to Alux.com, the place where future billionaires come to get inspired. Hello, Aluxers. In this video, we're taking a look at how the perception of wealth has shifted in the past few decades and how we've seen a boom in wealth throughout the world. So much so that by the end of this video, we plan on making a strong case why billionaire is the new millionaire in today's economy and how the race for the first trillionaire has already begun. If you like our Sunday videos, you're gonna love this one. How do you measure wealth? Something interesting we plan on getting out of the way as early as we can is that wealth hasn't always been measured in money the way we do it today. Although multiple precious metals have been traded for ages, people used to measure wealth in commodities of their time. This meant from cattle to armies to slaves and ultimately gold coins. For the sake of this argument, we'll be discussing modern history, not taking into account kings and rulers. These days, we found a more simple and straightforward way of measuring wealth through the power of net worth valuations. Basically, how much money could you have in your bank account at today's market value converted into widely accepted currency? The First Millionaire the first time the term millionaire was ever used to describe someone's wealth happened with John Law, 1671 to 1729. He was the founder of the Mississippi Company, a trading corporation holding a business monopoly in French colonies in North America and the West Indies. At the time, land development and speculation started going into a frenzy, which pushed the value of property way up high. It was one of the earliest economic bubbles the world has ever witnessed. When people tried to figure out just how rich Mr. Law was, there wasn't anything available. So a new term was invented specifically to describe John Law's wealth. At one time, he was worth well north of a million francs. During that time, he was the richest businessman the world had ever seen. He even named the city of New Orleans after one of his early financial backers. The first American millionaire came a lot later in the early 1800s, a man by the name of John Jacob Astor. Less than a century later, somebody added a digit to this net worth competition. The First Billionaire Before we get into John D. Rockefeller's story, we want you to think about what being a billionaire actually means in terms of wealth. Basically, you have to make $1 million 1,000 times to cross that line. Rockefeller did it in 1916. That's just 100 years ago. At that point in time, he was personally worth around 2% of the United States economy. He achieved this by founding the Standard Oil Company, 
which eventually became a domineering monopoly in the oil industry. He's the man who fueled the country. We've covered his story on our channel in the past, so feel free to check that out. At that time, nobody even thought of the idea that someone could gather this much fortune. While even the very few elites aspired to achieve and maybe hold on to their millionaire titles, new titans of industries were replacing old royalty money with fortunes they've made through businesses and innovation. By the early 1900s, when John D. Rockefeller was becoming the first billionaire in history, there's an estimate of around 4,000 millionaires in the U.S. alone, and that number skyrocketed since, because more and more people have been leveraging the change in economy, the technological innovations, and the opportunities of the times to build fortunes for themselves. Where we are today... An international study revealed that in 1996, there were only 230 billionaires in the entire world. Today, 23 years later, there are over 2,750 billionaires. That's an 11 times increase, and get ready for this. Currently, there are 36 million millionaires in the world, according to the latest report by Credit Suisse. On average, at least one person becomes a billionaire every day, and every year, approximately 2.5 million people join the ranks of millionaires. Between 2017 and 2018, we've seen a massive jump from 2043 to 2,754 billionaires recorded, and that number is growing at an accelerating rate. It's never been easier or more accessible to have at least seven figures in your bank account. Even better, there's never been more access to learning how these people got to where they are today. If this is something you want to do in your life, we recommend you start with the basics. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, the father of financial education. And Principles by Ray Dalio, the multi-billionaire who's been making the super-rich richer since forever. These are two of our favorite books, which we'll link to in the description. But even better, if you go to alux.com slash free book and sign up, you can get either of them as an audiobook for free, thanks to our partnership with Audible. How are they getting rich? Technology and the rise of developing markets are the main two driving forces behind the massive increase in wealth we are seeing all around the world. Whenever a new technology is developed, side industries pop up around it and grow alongside of it. An example, Facebook and social media became a thing. Some people created products for said industry. Some people marketed services for that industry, and others find new and interesting opportunities. Or in India, geo becomes a thing. More and more people have mobile access to the Internet. A brand new marketplace has just opened to the world. This has always been happening, but we've never had this accelerated rhythm of innovation driven by competition and capital gains. Where is the wealth? We're seeing developing countries finally develop, which boosts the economy, which raises the middle class, 
thus pushing the rich class into millionaires and billionaires. In the last four years, the number of Chinese billionaires more than doubled, from 152 in 2014 to 388 in 2018. The same thing happened with Indian billionaires, from 56 in 2014 to 117 in 2018. Although China and India are leading percentage-wise, the United States leads through sheer stats with a record number of 680 billionaires. While almost every industry is booming in the developing parts of the planet, the highest number of billionaires in the U.S. are in the tech and financial sectors. Wealth creating happens to be concentrated around certain geographies, which seem to be good for business. So much so that one out of every 11,600 people in San Francisco is a billionaire right now. The increase in the number of billionaires has brought with it a tsunami of capital, and it's driven both the cost of wages, of property, and the cost of living higher. Technically speaking, one in 20 Americans is a millionaire. The same ratio happens in Switzerland, whereas in Monaco, one in 56 people has a personal net worth of over $30 million. So, what happens when everybody becomes a millionaire? The 0.0001%. You've heard of the 1%, but they're not really as rich as you think they are. If you earn in excess of 32,400 US dollars per year, congratulations, you're officially in the 1% of the world. But that's not where you want to be, right? You're looking to be rich. That's where people enter a new bracket called ultra high net worth individuals. These are the folks who have a personal net worth of over 30 million dollars. They account for approximately 0.003% of the world's population. As of 2017, there were 226,450 individuals designated as UHNW. But what does it take to get there? Well, let's take a look at America, for example. In order to be in the 1% of earners there, you need to make around $430,000 per year. To make it in the 0.01%, that's the 1% of the 1% of the 1%, you'd need around $12 million a year. Let's push this further to make it the 0.001%. Your yearly income should be around $60 million. Now we're talking rich people. But then there's another layer. The one of the 0.0001%, the real wealthy. These people are so rich, they shift economies and drive what is known as the luxury industry, something we've been sharing with you for these past few years. Because of the abundance of wealth created, we are dealing with an inflation of buying power. But what does that mean? Well, it's pretty simple actually. The most expensive home in the world 15 years ago was worth less than $100 million. As of 2014, the most expensive house in the world is now Antilia, with a whopping price of $1 billion. 
We remember 13 years ago when the Bugatti Veyron was announced with a price tag of $1.7 million. The world was up in arms about the ludicrous price they were asking for the car. Yet this year, the Bugatti La Voiture Noire sold for $18 million. These prices are not based on the cost of material goods, but they cater to a specific demographic, the richest of the rich, the 0.0001%, who don't care what they're paying as long as nobody else can have it. These products are priced according to how much money these people have. When whales like them enter economies, they can have the power to change pricing dynamics by setting the bar higher than it was ever set before. That's why a three-bedroom flat in central London costs at least $10 million these days. Conclusion If you follow this trend of both the increase in earnings, the increase in prices, and the devaluation of the currency we're seeing as a result of the super-rich spending more and more on luxury goods, we can certainly say that being a millionaire has become associated more with the middle class than with the rich. We're closing in to a point where unless you have a net worth of at least $1 million, you'll be considered poor. Question. If you were to check your real estate market, how many luxury properties could you buy for $1 million cash today? Even better, what would this amount buy you in the same location the year you were born? We've personally seen real estate prices skyrocket in our geographies, and $1 million isn't buying much these days. As a thank you for watching this analysis until the end, you get a glimpse into the future as a bonus. The First Trillionaire one of the reasons why billionaire is the new millionaire is that we're soon going to have a new breed of wealthy individual. The world is expecting its first trillionaire somewhere between 2040 and 2050. At the current rate, the race is between the likes of Jeff Bezos, Jack Ma, and innovators like Elon Musk. But 20 to 30 years is long enough to have new entrants come into the race. Technology, commerce, and new fuel are the most likely industries where the new trillionaire could be coming from. We'll just have to wait and see. Thank you for spending some time with us, Aluxers. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss another video. We Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to The Bottom Line with your host, Joey L. Uh, do the rich people cringe and say, don't tell them that, Rob? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what, they, what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system is designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us. 
starts up here. It's, it's in the words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD daddy says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym. No, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what, instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, the mind shuts down. And you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home, <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. We see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. But they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow. Because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right, they only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that, that's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over and you go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers and all that stuff. But that's not a game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. 
you know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I, I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff, but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understood what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes if you pay them more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggest to people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? The only problem with that is just creates more poor people. Give a man a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. When you teach them to fish, we become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is you, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it's a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. And a lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. David, if I could give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest, though. which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing.
it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. Law. Put on the mind of God is what you have to do. What does that mean? Go get something. You already got it. El Fatah. Open is your work. The becoming is your work. Everything you need, you got it. If somebody says, be ye perfect, you'd have to already be perfect because you can't put pieces together to make perfect those apart. Perfect is one. Undivided. Unbroken. Complete. Well, brother, let me tell you something. You already got it. You already are it. You just don't know it. And what I mean is, this thing here does not know it is perfect. It keeps telling you you're making mistakes. You don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. You don't know how to do that. I'm poor. I ain't got. I don't know what... That ain't where the mind of Christ works. But that's what you want to quiet in your mind. And put, I can, I know how, I am. I so desire. For whatever it is you so desire, you decree it, declare it, and proclaim it. That's how you get it. Because that's how you got everything else you got. As to whether you did it consciously or subconsciously. It doesn't matter. You have three levels of mind. The super, the conscious, and the subconscious. And you think on all three of them. It's what you're thinking that makes the difference. If your subconscious keeps making you make mistakes, it's because you keep telling it to do so. And as long as you tell your mind it's broken, it's going to behave like a broken mind. It's going to keep you poor, hungry and scared that's imperfect turn that shit around I am G-O-D right now I am master able and noble right now that's your prayer for transforming yourself to G-O-D and don't accept anything less than that stop being a servant stop groveling in your prayers claim your divinity claim your godhood claim the knowledge of the universe claim your wealth Noble Drew Ali told the Moors each and every one of you is supposed to inherit a million dollars and he said that in 1920 something how many millionaires we got now? Hell, you can't. You, what do you mean, not many? We got so many, we can't even count them, man. Where are you living at? I'm trying to tell you something. You have to get you past poverty with this. 
Quit thinking poor. Quit thinking I don't have it. I don't, I can't get it. Don't look up and see somebody else hit the numbers for $20 million and they tell yourself, I, I can't, I, I, I ain't. I. What the hell are you talking about? Why can't you turn around and tell yourself just the opposite? I didn't win 20 million. That's what the sister did when she opened up the Bible and the Spirit told her to read those verses in that chapter. And then when she got ready to close the book, the Spirit told her, don't close that book, write them numbers down. <laughs> and, and, and carried him to the wind. Wait a minute, I'm talking about right here in New York. A black woman who used to scrub floors for a living. Six million dollars that weekend. She ain't scrubbing nobody's damn floors no more. You know what I'm saying? You know? Quit reaching for the bottom. And the money's on top. Real money. And, and don't ask God for some money. Because a penny is money, and he'll give you a penny if you ask for a penny. You know what I'm saying? Quit asking for cheap shit. <laughs> damn supermarket full of steaks. You go in there and buy some damn beans and rice. What is you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get up here. Why is it you don't think you're supposed to live a wonderful, pleasant, prosperous life. Who told you you weren't supposed to do that? Nobody but you. Well, quit doing that. Yeah, quit going for the okey-doke. It's okey-doke. I'm poor. It's okey-doke. I ain't got shit. It's okey-doke. Yeah. I'm sick. It's okey-doke. I don't know shit. It's okey-doke. <laughs> quit going for okey-doke. You hear me? Now, I'm talking to your spirit, because that's what's going to get you out of poverty. And that's what's going to get you out of hell. It's the God within yourself. That's the one you're looking for. That's your best friend. And that's the only one who will be with you forever. When Jesus goes somewhere else, that God will still be there. You sure enough want to make him and her your best friend. See? A God that will always tell you the truth. Only if you will always listen. When you stop listening, everybody starts telling you a lie. Because that's what you're looking for when you stop listening your own truth take the responsibility of being God how do you get there one way and one way only by desire you have to want to be God you can't get there no other way Psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire is the law of mind in action. The psychological assumption automatically provides the means to fulfill the dream desire. If you do not have the desire to become God, 
You are not going to become God, certainly not by accident. That's a car running over you, not God. You have to have it in here. If you want to be a servant, it, that's already in there. That's easy. Upgrade. You heard the statement, all grow up. Well, yeah, grow up. <laughs> and find out you might be 25 feet tall. <laughs> That's a Reverend Biscuit in me coming out there. to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Welcome to NaturalistHerbs.com. Treat yourself to a luxury of nature. Coming soon, 100% natural shea butter, natural moisturizer, just for the skin. Naturalist Herbs. Come get a health reading and find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. NaturalistHerbs.com While you're at NaturalHerbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas. They have from 1 to 10 to target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood, lungs, and respiratory system. Male and female organs, digestive tract, skin purification, chakras, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. Experience the power of healing at naturalsherbs.com. Get your organic Irish sea moss at naturalsherbs.com. Get the most out of your body from naturalsherbs.com. You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple. Free shipping on orders $25 or more. While you're at it, go over to makemorecommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now. Uh, strong. 
They want my spot and don't deserve it. Can't forget that. Who you hitting it? How you miss it? I was the freshest nigga in the party. Louis V down, shades by Bagari. Whole out of body gone up a card. See you and I'm speak, I'm coming like I'm Cardi. I'll expose you niggas and bitches. I'm back in that mode and thing. You niggas is getting too big for you britches. You need some new clothes and things. Why everybody hit money bag? This the topic, nigga. Topic. AP on me, cost a bag. Water faucet, nigga. Never ever did some stuff shit like pay to take a nigga off a show. She a green like she a go. Mac on the fucking duck the hoe. Well, I got big fat. Big fat, big fat. You went about it the wrong way, so we can't fix it. I'm so scratched. She mad at you, so she come fuck me, forget that. Uh, uh. Next time you bring me up, just make sure you stay big fat. Tell the truth. Big fat, big fat. 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 Trying to shatter me with lies, I ain't with that. Tell the truth. Big fat, big fat. Big fat, big fat. Big fat, big fat. Real big fat. Why they mad? Cause I'm on fire and they ain't lit yet. What's that? What's that? Here goes some more speculation. Here go. I took the money, went by me some guns. I like the bitch up like it's Vegas. Keyboard killer, tough on Twitter. Making posts, giving statements. Twitter. Niggas full of guns, PlayStation. Can't kill me, I'm a chaser. Yeah, gon' fed, Mason. Federal. Lock like dreads, Haitian. Haitian. You want my place? Take it. Take it. Get hit with the drum, Katie. You ain't my partner, nigga. Only hang around up a solid nigga. Say they won't smoke, but when you see them, they none toxic, nigga. Ain't no pimp, but get your hoe. Before I knock a nigga. Because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is, of course, what this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus. Evolution. Like the dinosaur. Look out that window. You've had your time. The future is our world, Morpheus. The future is our time. I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when 
I tried to classify your species. I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Human beings are a disease, a cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it. I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key. My People that's awake and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now, most people on this planet are asleep. So let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. Mm-hmm. We it used to they say five percent. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're gonna be lonely because the simple fact that. People are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. Now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down, and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. Now, <laughs> have you around here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good. What tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. You see, the, Lord the basic sen- uh, senses, you see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Okay. They moving, but they ain't, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that 
you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they'd throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. So that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. Make it look pretty, they have a PhD with a degree. They tell you it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock. And I guarantee you this right now. Even if some of you all just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year, I guarantee you, you always felt special since you was a baby. Now, I've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for, 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 for 16 years. And I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this knowledge. Let me give you an example. When I was, on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've educ- you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I went, I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I knew I felt empty. Now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You you always thought that you was you, you that, that something was missing, and that's why it's actually because you were, you, you were gravitating above the root shock. And why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what, that's what you've done with the life up heretofore. It's been a journey. And how good is the fucking journey? You tell me. Wouldn't you have rather, when the first time you went out with somebody that you thought you were in love with, thought is the operative word, wouldn't you have lied to have a, a template? Oh, let's follow this process instead of, because that is a journey. And all the mistakes you made and raising this fucking little shithead for kids you got, instead of 
having this book. Life doesn't have to be a journey. It's a journey for morons. You think life is a journey for the Trump kids? It's a motherfucking process, the same process his daddy raised him by. Same for me. Life ain't a journey if you're my kid. It's a goddamn process. So you tell me if you're results-orientated at all, who's better off, the journey or the process? And for the most part, most people in this room and most people listening on YouTube have to come to the realization, as sad as it is, that you have pissed, you have urinated, heretofore, up until this morning, your entire life down a fucking shithole. Very simple. That's it. If you want to create massive wealth. If you just want to be a happy, slappy housewife from fucking Dundee or a happy, slappy bimbo from fucking Toronto or a happy, slappy guy who goes to the Little League games in Mesa, Arizona, then that's okay. But if you want to create some fucking money, and money's not everything. But if you don't money, think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Say that with an Irish accent. Okay. If, <laughs> if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. If you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. Correct. <laughs> uh, correct. And, but I mean... You can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. You can, I mean, and save the, uh, the kids in Biafra and all that shit. But without money, you can't save a fucking thing. Don't you understand? Don't the fucking idiots on YouTube understand that? Until you make some shekels. Until you make some fucking coin. You can't help anybody. Because if love got the job done, you wouldn't all be fucked up. And I've had mothers, daughters, grandfather, daughter, uh, son. I've run three generations the gamut in this seminar here. And they all say the exact same thing. The daughter looks to the mother, you fucked me up. The, the mother looks to the father, you fucked me up. And they all agree. And where it really gets dicey, it's the second or three day, second or third days after they have a few drinks, a few pops. Then it gets, can get fucking ugly, as Sally would say. Fucking ugly. Nothing like a mother to turn on her daughter or vice versa. Nothing like it. It's like in the fucking movies. It's like a goddamn soap opera. Because that's life. And if we admit it to ourselves, then we have an opportunity to move on. If we don't, then we're just fucked in the quagmire. I found that with depression, one of the most important things you could realize is that you're not alone. You're not the first to go through it. You're not gonna be the last to go through it. And oftentimes it happens. You just, you feel like you're alone and you feel like it's only you and you're in your bubble and, and I wish I had someone at that time who 
who could just pull me aside and say, hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So I wish I knew that. Just got to remember. Hold on. DipsetUSA.com. Yes. Go to booking at DipsetUSA.com. Yes. And make all right, all right, all right. What up, what up, what up? Peace to the gods. What's going down? We open playing the wrong place. He said, Peace to the gods. What's going on? Welcome to the show. Getting in right here on the bottom line. Let me, uh, just a second, y'all. We're trying to get situated here. We're having a little barbecue down here at the studio today. So I was trying to make sure that everything was situated before I came on the air. So, peace to the gods. Man, what's going down? Welcome to the show. We're going to try to keep it short tonight because um, we got a lot to talk about, and I want to make sure that we get to the call line. So if you are in the chat and you would like to call in, call the number 347-989-0194. You can call in and hop in the queue, and we'll take your call. All right. Peace to the guys. Welcome to the show. Make sure you go to makemorecommerce.com if you need to get with me. And do some commerce, set up a consultation. I got a couple people I need to get with when we get off the show. Um, but I think going into the week, we're pretty clear. So if you need to get with me, I'll make more commerce.com. And with that being said, we will be in Orlando on the 15th of June. So make sure you come out, you're in the area, come get the information. You can register at makemorecommerce.com. Jonah Bay and myself, we will be in Orlando. Nationality Seminar. So come out, get the information. You can get this private info. All right, so, you know, it's been a while since we touched on business. It's only right that we dive into it again, right, and give it some more attention because a lot of us are working on our businesses. You know, a lot of y'all are trying to get your, get your money right. A lot of y'all just trying to get your situation together, right? Some of y'all ain't even about money. Some people are just trying to get private and they want to be able to go into business for themselves. You know, and there's always principles and rules to business. And so I encourage you to go back over the last few shows that we did on business within the last several months. And make sure you take a good dive into those, right? Now, tonight, I'm going to give you more principles that will help you become more successful in your endeavors to become independently wealthy. Now, you notice most of the clips I played tonight uh, were geared around that. And if y'all came in late, which I know a lot of y'all did, make sure you go back and listen to the audio because I played a clip tonight, you know, for those people who are true, true, true followers that come in early. That caught that, right? Why are the millionaire, excuse me, why the billionaire is the new millionaire? Some of y'all need to hear that. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, this 1%, this 1%. But who is the 1%? Do you know if you make $32,000 or more a year, you consider to be in the 1% of people? Now, you know, 1% breaks down into fractions of a number. So, you really should ask yourself, what fraction of that number am I in? Or am I the 1%? Or am I even on the chart altogether? Now, I've had some interesting conversations about money 
with different people. And, you know, people, a lot of people feel a lot of different types of ways about money. You know, money to me is a spiritual thing, right? Because money is currency. Currency is energy that flows, right? Because anytime you give somebody a dollar, you gave them something that signified your energy, and it was a dollar, whatever it was, but it flowed to them from you, or it flowed to you from them, right? You go work for eight hours. The end of the week, when you've worked 40 hours, you expect a paycheck. You expect them to pay you for your time. So when people tell me that, you know, money is not important, you know, it's not a big deal, I have to really question some things. And so, and it's never like a stab at nobody, but this, but what this is, is for us to evaluate it for ourselves. We all have to evaluate for ourselves where we at. Now, if in your life, you know, you be cool, more mediocre, right, or not achieving as much or higher levels, that's fine. But what you have to realize is that there are very high achievers out here. There are people who use the principles that have been made available to them to reach a certain level, a certain height, right? And so as we dive back into this business with uh, conversation, I want to make it real clear that you can have all of the money in the world, but if you don't have the principles, you will fail. I told y'all the other day, most people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Okay? So tonight, we're talking about what's known as the law of magnetism. And this is an important law. And I think if you all are to, and and by the way, we are in a new moon cycle, if you didn't know. So the law of magnetism specifically takes us into the law of success, right? Drawing things to feel like. So, right now, we all have different levels of success that we want to reach. Okay. We all have our own idea of success, right? Um, you know, I'm sure where you thought you were going to be 10 years ago probably isn't where you are today. That's okay. Right? Because you draw into your life what you desire, ultimately. So, let's go into this law of magnetism. So the fifth universal law of success is the law of magnetism. It's sometimes called the universal law of radiation. Okay? Now, the law is stated in Galatians 6-7 for some Bible doctors out there. And it also says, for whatsoever a person soweth, they they shall also reap. Okay, now, those are older days, right? And, And that's almost like, you know, hey, if you people how you want to be treated, you know, all that type of shit, right? So, a simple statement of the fifth universal law is that light attracts light, right? You gotta, this is why I told y'all on Friday, you must have a mastermind group of people around you who have the same vision and the same goal, because if you don't, there's a link in the chain. Now, the basic principle 
of the universal law of human magnetism is that you attract what you are, and you are what you think for most of the time. Kind of like telling people you are what you eat. (laughs) Now, each of us is a human magnet. So believe it or not, you're vibrating and radiating right now. Right? You're drawing things into your life subconsciously, whether you believe it or not. You know, I like it into this, right? Have you ever fallen asleep? TV on, right? So you fall asleep, you need a TV on. All night long, you hear the goddamn TV going. Then when you wake up, you actually remember some of what you heard. Why? why? You, you wasn't consciously awake. So it had to go into your subconscious, which means that your brain was still processing information. You were still outputting and receiving information even while you were asleep, which means that if you can receive information, you don't think that you're still outputting things into the universe when you're sleeping. So each of us is a magnet. Okay, so we attract things, we repel things, things that are like us and things that are unlike us, right? Thoughts, feelings, associations, even life experience. So the universal law of radiation and attraction reveals one of the fundamental principles of life. And that is, is that life is lived from within. And then you go outward. You understand? So whatever the vision of your desired life experience, it will only manifest when you feel in your innermost feelings that you're worthy of it. So this desired outcome has the greatest impact when it, um, you know, when you are, how can I put this? Some people call it a line, right? But your greatest impact really does come when your spirit is in tune, when you're in tune with yourself. You See, you can't impact another person's life, or hell, even your own, if you're not clear in your own conscience. Ain't that some shit? Now, how many of us is walking around out here and not completely clear in our conscience, not completely clear about who we are ourselves? You know, when we call each other gods, that shit ain't just to be saying it. I say peace to the God. I call you a god because you are a god. You're a female, you're a goddess. We all came here to manifest. Now let's talk about some things. Okay. Let's talk about attitudes. Now, attitude is a form of human radiation, which gives other people a perception and an understanding of who you are, what you're about, and where you're going in your life. Okay. Now, a matter of feeling, acting, and thinking shows your disposition, your opinion. And your personality. Now, the instrument of communication, okay, is what they call moment-to-moment projection. These are just your thoughts, right? So, every thought that you have, in some form or fashion, becomes a projection. If you think on something long enough, it becomes material. So, based on whatever you send out to the world, is what responds to you. You send out vibrations to the universe. That you want to be successful, you want to be wealthy, you you know, you need to be healthy. Whatever it is that you desire, it's going to come to you. 
But if you're thinking about failure more than you're thinking about success, well, guess what happens? The attitude, mm-hmm, your attitude, is probably one of the most powerful tools that you have, right? Because this effectively is what attracts other people. You ever deal with a, my fellas out there, you ever dealt with a, a chick, she, you know, she, got, she, she looked cool, but she got a bad attitude. Makes you not want to deal with it, right? So, what do you do? You either adjust the attitude or you continue to move on. And that's what people will do to you in life when your disposition about anything is in a negative light. So, look at it like this, right? If you came from the hood, and most people's disposition in the hood, right, is that, you know, they got a nice car and a decent-looking crib. They made it. But is that really making it? Is that a true disposition, or is that just an attitude that they've taken on? See, two primary components, com- components, components of attitude. Number one, projection, what you put out into the universe. And number two, your perception, how you are receiving things from the universe. So your self-image, right, with a lot of people, we in a culture where niggas love to deal with their self-image, right? We in a culture where people put so much on their self-image that essentially what happens is, is that we, in the, we get in this fake reality, right? So your self-image is communicated or projected Right to other people through your attitude. I know that might have went over some people's heads, but see, communication, like pure communication, is projected by you, and then it's perceived by other people. So then they respond accordingly to whatever you put out. So if you desire other people to be friendly, kind, generous, whatever towards you, then you must project those same qualities in your attitude towards them. To use attitude most effectively, you must recognize two components and strive to make projection and perception your self-image, one in the same. So the communication that you project through your attitude has two parts, right? The thoughts and the images that you project and the feeling that you have inside about those thoughts and images. So you want to be rich. That's a thought. That's an image in your head. But how do you feel about that? Do you want a better job? It's a thought, an image in your head. But how do you feel about going to get that better job? Do you want a, um, you know, a, a better lifestyle? Right? You, you want to stop getting pulled over by the police. You want to get rid of your child support. Whatever your issue is, it's your thought pattern. And then it projects into the physical. So when you interact with another person, right, so your attitude, that person then receives both parts of the communication. But they perceive usually, right, the part that they want to perceive. So no matter what the thinking part says, it's always, like, about your attitude. So, for example, all right, you meet a new business associate who wants to impress you, right? He or she or whoever you're dealing with wants to share their ideas with you. And their vision sounds really good. It's like a, it's a real good idea. Okay, but for the same reason, 
you got a gut feeling that this person is not who he or she claims to be. So you respond accordingly, research your questions. You look for inconsistency. So the idea being projected by this new associate, right, is not consistent with the feelings being perceived by you, and then you react accordingly. Later, you find out that your gut feeling was accurate. So when the attitude projected and perceived are one and the same, you become magnetic. So it's almost like, um, I cannot put it for people, right? It's almost like becoming so in tune, right, which not only yourself, but with other people around you, that you can pick up on things. You know, let me tell you, in business, especially when you do an international business, a lot of times all you have is communication. All you have is how people are interacting with you. You may not be sitting down in front of that person. So, and believe me, tone of voice, connotation, all that makes a big deal when you're trying to do a big deal. So, if you feel that most people seem to be misunderstood, right, or seem to misunderstand, right, who you are, and your intentions most of the time, this could be a result of a contradiction between the thoughts and the feelings that you project. Right? So I've heard a lot of people tell me, man, I just got to get free. Man, I want to get free. That's cool. But then it's in the back of your head the, the, the same feeling that if you get free, you might be broke, or if you get free, you might not be able to support your family. See, there is no simple attitude projection or reception for me. So how others respond to your attitude is a combination of what you're projecting in your thoughts and your feelings and the state of mind of the perceiver. See, this shit goes like both ways. And I'm, I'm, I'm going over this tonight, this law of magnetism, because what you think and draw into your life is exactly what will happen. And so, especially when we're talking about like business and things like that, right? And, and I, I can tell you personally, over, you know, over the last five, six years, I have drawn into my life through magnetism, and it's a law. It's a true law. It's a universal principle. So sometimes, right, it's this misconception that we project to other people, right? Um, you know, it, it, it can leave us in arguments. It can leave us in situations where we doubt in ourselves. But ultimately, ultimately, you got to ask yourself one question, okay? Am I projecting fear? See, a lot of people project fear don't even know they're doing that. And you know that stops you before you are even able to get started. Fear is a crippling thing, but it's not real. So, your attitude is like a great circle. Okay? There's a positive half, and then there's a negative half. The 180 degrees of the positive side represents the positive attitude, right? A, what we would call a positive thinker. The 180 degrees of the negative side represent a negative thinker, and that's the negative attitude. So the difference between the positive thinker and the negative thinker always lies in the feelings that each of them has about themselves. So the negative thinker, right, they have these feelings that are centered on ignorance, fear, and doubt. But the positive thinker is centered on knowledge, understanding, faith, and courage. See, the negative thinker is motivated by six basic fears. Y'all ready? I'm going to give them to you. Number one. This is a big one. 
the fear of poverty. How many people are afraid to be poor? Listen, I ain't afraid of that shit. I've been dirt poor. Okay? And not afraid to tell you. So, most people have a fear of poverty. This is the fear of loss, right? Of tangible things that you can go out and buy again. Okay? The fear of going broke. People who fear poverty hoard money and material possession. They also are often cheap and stingy, even though they may possess great wealth. See, the fear of poverty will keep you broke in consciousness, regardless of what you may possess in your bank account. It destroys ambition, initiative, enthusiasm, persistence, and your self-discipline. So the fear of poverty invites failure at every turn. Okay? Number two, the fear of criticism. This fear robs you of your initiative and destroys your power of imagination. It's usually fatal to your own personal achievement. So the fear of criticism can induce what they call inferiority complexes, right? And these will paralyze you too. So fear of criticism. So criticism, like, you know, I mean, a lot of people, like for instance, you know, when you come into this information, a lot of people will criticize you and your decision to be different. So the fear of criticism will make you, uh, you know, an outsider. I just don't like being outsiders. Number three, fear of ill health. Believe it or not, when you're, when you're being negative, you have negative feelings, that shit affects your health. It causes you to become more preoccupied with symptoms of sickness and disease. So the habit of constantly speaking and thinking strong feelings about sickness and disease often creates symptoms of illness in your life. You don't believe me? Go to the hospital. Like, how many sick people are around? You know, a lot of people draw that into their life. So, what are you drawing into your life? Are you drawing sickness or health? Number four, the fear of loss of love. See, fear is probably the most powerful of all, right? But the fear of loss of love causes you to become suspicious of everybody. So you quickly find fault with friends and loved ones, often without cause. It encourages the idea that love can be bought. People who fear the loss of love often give gifts at the slightest provocation. They also have a tendency to remind you of every good thing they have done or think they have done for you. Number four. Number five. The fear of old age. How many people are scared to get old? So, the fear of old age is a large extent, right? It stems from uh, what they call negative portrayals, right, of society, right? Shit that you've seen in movies and stuff like that, right? So, this fear often manifests as a fear of being alone and unable to take care of yourself. Sometimes, this fear of poverty masquerades as the fear of old age. So, here you believe that as you grow older, you're in greater danger of losing your worldly possessions. The fear of old age causes you to constantly talk about other people's age or how good or bad they look for their age. The fear of old age will have you constantly apologizing for your age. It will drive you to try to dress, act, look, and be like a younger person. People who fear old age often try to associate themselves with younger people. Don't be afraid to get old, y'all. <laughs> Number six, the fear of death. The fear of death comes from concentrating on dying instead of living. It often stems from idleness, lack of purpose, and lack of occupation. People who fear death 
often the same ones who have wasted their lives in frivolous, unproductive endeavors. So this fear also comes from a sense of un- unfulfillment, right? So the six basic fears, right, that we just went over, and their cousins, indecisions, and doubt, right? These are the things that we all got to look at. So when we're talking about attitude, the first step in adjusting an attitude, whether you realize it or not, is fear. You need to check yourself and ask, what is your fear? Do you know most niggas don't have no fear till they get in front of a judge? I would say that that might be your fear. What's your fear? Now, let's talk about worry. Okay? Because that's another thing that creeps up in, you know, in people's spirit. And it will affect your business. Now, worry is a negative state of mind. Okay? Worry causes anxiety, distress, uneasiness. Okay? It works slowly but persistently, destroying your initiative, your self-confidence, and your faculty for reasoning. So worry is a form of what they call continuous fear. Okay? Caused by indecision and uncertainty. Right? Now, I get people who hit me up all the time worrying. Man, my, it's my, you think my case is going to be all right? You think that discharge is going to go through, man? Is he going to be okay? Am I going to get this passport? Are they going to let me do this? Every circumstance, right? But the real negative force that consumes and destroys people, like I told you earlier, cripples them. Is fear, right? But fear and worry go hand in hand. See, worry affects the circulation, right? Your heart, your glands, your whole nervous system. And you get gray hair going worrying about a motherfucker. So more people die from worry than overwork. You know that? So when your mind is filled with fear and worry, a negative vibration is transmitted. The vibration passes through your attitude, to the minds of all those who experience your presence. Every time you come into presence with somebody, they're going to pick up on that shit. Right? So to eliminate worry completely, you must change your attitude towards the cause. What's the cause? So the first and most important step towards eliminating worry is to kill the worry habit by making a blanket decision that nothing in life is worth the price of worry. The general decision symbolizes in your own mind a commitment not to yield to any pangs of worry, no matter what. And the second step is to realize that no amount of worrying will change or help the outcome. Change your attitude towards the situation, right? And then your reality will change. You've got to replace negative thoughts and negative feelings, right, of indecision, fear, doubt, with positive thoughts. Faith, courage, and then the third step, of course, right, to eliminate worry is to practice the following seven points that I'm about to give you. Okay, hope you got a pen. I'm going to go through these seven points, and hopefully y'all pick up on them, Because okay? every time we, we do a, a business, particular business class like this, I'm going to make sure that I give you points to follow, Right? Because not only will this help you in the long run, but what this does is this gives you a guideline to follow. So maybe if you don't do it now, you got a guideline, you know, exactly, you know, things that you need to do to eliminate certain stresses from your life, different worries, all right? So 
seven-point formula for eliminating worry. Number one, realize that the most of the things that you worry about, right, ain't going to happen. Right? That's just, now, there's that old saying, anything that can happen will happen. But if you ain't putting energy on it, then chances are it ain't going to happen. Number two, determine that the worst possible outcome of the situation you're worrying about, right, and know what it is. See, once you know the worst possible outcome, you ain't tripping no more. You're like, uh, well, shit, I got a uh, driving while suspended. Worst these niggas can try to do is lock me up for six months. Or I can attend it. Right? Now you eliminated your worry because you educated yourself. You know, when you when you have more knowledge and understanding, you worry less. Because you, you have more options. You begin to see more more ways for you to be successful. Okay, number three. Resolve to accept that the worst of things, right, may happen, and if they do happen, they happen. So, you know, if shit happens, it happens. You deal with it. But you roll with the punches. Okay, number four. Proceed to improve upon the worst by concentrating on the positive aspects of the situation. So you can pierce through the vision. Right? And the appearance is created by fear to truth revealed through understanding and self-confidence. So often what appears to be an invisible monster of negativity often, upon closer inspection, becomes a coward, right? Whose source the source of strength, right, normally is fear. Most people, let me tell y'all something. Most people in your life don't want to see you succeed. Most people in your life will bring you negative energy. But you got to, like, be the matrix, nigga. You got to, you got to duck and dive and move around it, you know, because you got to keep the energy right if you're going to reach your goals, if you're going to eliminate the fear and the worry. So you got to cut out distractions from other people. Number five, review your life experiences, especially those which work for you. Now, I always like to say that if something works, right, if you got a remedy, use it. Because, you know, of course things change. But if things have worked for you in the past, you know, like for instance, um, I really know a dude who used to keep a lucky rabbit's foot in his car. He thought the shit kept the police away from him. <laughs> so his ass got pulled over. And lucky rabbit's foot wasn't so lucky, but it helped him in his subconscious mind to eliminate the fear. Okay? Number six. Practice living one day at a time. Now, a lot of people is looking for tomorrow, next week, and everything else. Right? Now, you gotta live a day at a time. Like, seriously, like, you nothing is promised. I was just having this conversation last night, right? Nothing is promised, ever. So you really have to treasure the moments that we have because you worrying about stuff that ain't, that ain't came yet. You worrying about things that, that haven't happened, right? How people going to look at you in certain life. Like, stop worrying about all of that shit because guess what? You only live in today. And whatever your failures was today, tomorrow the possibility for success is even greater. As long as you make it to tomorrow. 
right, number seven. Do not cross the bridge until you get there. That goes back to living for today. Take care of today. Tomorrow will take care of itself, but you still got a plan. If you don't cross bridges until you get there, if you're taking good care of the present, will often resolve or dissolve potential future situations. Don't waste your energy dealing with situations which may arise in the future. This is all magnetism. Okay? Now, there's the law of enthusiasm, right? Enthusiasm is one of your most important assets. It is an infectious state of mind which gets, you know, cooperation that you need for other people. See, when you're enthusiastic about your own life, other people become enthusiastic. Right? They want to know about what you're doing, where you're going. You know, what you, you know, what, what's helping you in life. In fact, the world makes way for those who know where they're going. So according to the dictionary, enthusiasm means, quote, to be inspired, possessed by God, intense or eager interest or zeal. It comes from the Greek uh, root word entheos, meaning the God within. In ancient times, enthusiasm was associated with supernatural inspiration. So the supernatural aspect was a result of the infectious nature of enthusiasm, right? And when people were attracting the attention, right, to, cooper- to have others cooperate with them. So enthusiasm, like how enthusiastic is you? See, I, I really can't stress this shit enough to y'all. This may sound like basic, simple things, but these things actually help you in your business. So, there's two types of enthusiasm, okay? You have what they call animated enthusiasm, and then you have genuine enthusiasm. So, each type is related to the source of motivation that stimulates its existence. So, the two primary sources of motivation are external and internal, right? I don't really have to explain that to you, okay? Now, animated enthusiasm is based on external motivation. So external motivation is created or manufactured by emotion. How's your emotion? Okay. Where you at? Emotion-wise. Is, you know, what are you manufacturing and putting out into the world? Now, in other words, you pretend to act enthusiastic based on your knowledge, experience, or belief that it's going to work. Ah, people going to pick up on that. So if you got an idea, right, you got a business idea, you bring it to some other people, and your end goal is just to get money, people will pick up on your animated enthusiasm. Be sure that they will. That's a principle. Now, genuine enthusiasm, okay, is based on internal motivation. So it can be created by animated enthusiasm, which is consistently or continuously exercised. Okay, so when you act enthusiastically or you are enthusiastic, right? Acting or becoming, right? Or simultaneously the same shit at the same time. So we know when people are genuine. You go to somebody and you bring them something that, you know, it's a good idea, you're genuine about it. they genuine about it because they see you genuine about it. That creates a law of magnetism for yourself. Right? Now, let's 
talk about a couple things before we go take all that. Okay? Because magnetism and manifestation and enthusiasm and fear and all of these things that we talked about kind of go hand in hand. Right? And they, they leave us at a point where really, you need to ask yourself how much are you focusing on yourself? So in business, you really have to get to a point in business where you become so enthusiastic about what you're doing, right, that you don't allow other people to come in and cripple you, give you fear, worry, doubt. You you almost got to have what they call laser focus, right? It, it truly is a laser focus, like at the end of the day, right? So you have to avoid, ultimately, you got to avoid distraction. You understand? So, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Now, I asked you earlier, and I'll ask you guys again, what's your present position? Where are you? What are you doing in life? Are you planning to fail, or are you failing to plan? Are you enthusiastic about what you're doing? See, people pick up on shit quick. Yeah, I know, I know. Niggas, niggas always want me to go into remedy. But listen, I got hundreds of shows and so this donor. Y'all can go back and listen to that shit. Sometimes I got to give y'all the basic principles of shit, right? And I think this is a very basic principle of business. Now, this is coming out of the twelve universal laws of success, right? If you don't have a copy, I suggest you get your copy. So at least once a month, we try to hit these business shows to give you, you know, better idea of how to be more successful. Because a big part of business is cooperation. If you're not cooperating with others, they, they pick that up. They pick that up, you know, on your energy and everything. All right? So with that being said, we're going to um, go to the call lines because I don't have too much left. Um, and we'll see what's happening. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. And get on these calls. I'll be right back. Stuck on your phone, I am stuck in your zone. You 
All right, all right. Welcome back. Sitting on the bottom line tonight, we're talking about building a better business and going over basic business principles. I encourage you to go back and listen to some of the past shows on business if you missed them. Um, and tonight you're reading from the 12 Universal Laws of Success. So get your copy of that. All right, add it to your repertoire. All right, so peace to the gods. We're going to uh, go to the call line, see what's happening. 850-590. Peace to the gods. Eight five zero five nine zero. All right, three three six seven two two. Peace, peace, peace. What's going on, brother? Peace, peace, peace. I see, I see, man. You, you being, you on that, you on that all uh, law of the mind and attraction. Yeah, that's that's magnetism. That's the law of the mind. Which, which, which you, it's which the you think? It's the powerful stuff. You draw into your reality. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Nick Ab- doesn't always absolutely. want to hear that, but that's but, but we got to go over that information too. Well, that's essentially I mean, what we're doing, like though. I mean, all right, but that's what we're doing because anything anything we want to do or become, it's important that we actually find someone who's doing it and become one with their mind to know it like they know it. There you go. There you go. You know. Otherwise, yeah. we can't accomplish it. So every time we calling up, you know, Joey, Joey Bounce and and Jonah Bay, you know, we we're practicing the 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 law of the mind. We we trying to we trying to become one. It's it just like that the movie, you know, The Matrix. How you know the dad going uh, uh agent stuck his his hand into into Morpheus. You know, the point was to yeah, transform no, that, that, him that so that they become that, two. That was, that was symbolic, yeah, exactly. That that was symbolic of becoming one. And see, a lot of people kind of missed that in that movie. That that movie went over a lot of people's heads. You know what I mean? But overall, man, please, if you if they think see, that's something, see, wait till see, they see the, John Wick three. Oh my goodness! Okay, I haven't seen that yet. I heard it was good. I gotta check it out though. Oh man, I ain't giving those. I ain't giving those spoiler alerts. I just give one. He had to go to Morocco to get out. Ah, wow. Peep that. Peep that. Peep that. You see now, see now, see now I got to go watch it. See? See? Yes, sir. See now I got to go. Yes, see. sir. And study everything they saying in it because it's, it's so many just nuggets of just truths coming oh, out in that know. thing, man. You already know. That's how they do you know. That's how they it's do. They drop deep, it to you, man. you know, and they're gonna drop that science on us now more than ever. Straight up, man. All the more people waking up. It's time John for Week Three to drop that science. You know. Yep. 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 So you know, just like you're saying, more, man, more you saying, man, you, you, I mean, you're not lying, right? Oh no. So you dropping, yo? The law of the mind. You know. Yo. So all you know, of that got to all of that to trump that fear. Yo, you know, one of the powerful things about people's minds is that uh, they don't really tap into it. People don't actually really tap into their mental power ever. Right. Yeah. That right. whole thing about, you know, we only use a certain percentage of our brain. I happen to believe that's true. Correct. Having to believe a lot of shit is I dormant, do too. You know? And people don't yeah, really I'm be still working at mine. 
you know? Right. Right. We all are. Right. We all are. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still working at it. So, you know, yeah. it's an all, it's an ongoing uh, uh, process. You know. Yeah, it is. And it is. and I'm not stopping. Niggas be hard on themselves. Encouraging, you know, everybody, man. Especially if when you know when the, when you're not doing the show, we 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 need to be using that time to study. You know, listening to the archives. You know. Well, you see, the thing is, is so many people will take the time to study, but when they study, they begin to study so long, and they never implement shit. Yo, you got to start implementing. One of the first things I right. study, but I implement it. You got to implement it. It's so important to implement. Say, say, say when wrong, the agent stuck his, stuck his hand into morphine, say so he was trying to get him to do something, huh? Once he, once he transformed it, he got him to do something, huh? Yeah, listen. That's a, that's a powerful film. People should come back and watch that, man. I always like to reference that. That's why I play that clip in the beginning of the show. You. With the Matrix. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, man. It's, I love it. It's fire, bro. Real talk. But, uh, but, but yeah, yep. man, I appreciate you calling, bro. You know, it's just, uh, we're just having a little business talk tonight. We'll get back on the rim next Yeah, week, yeah. Tonight we can talk about a little business, you know. I oh, guess yeah, that oh, is yeah, remedy. Oh yeah. If you if you if you completely can overstand it. So. Oh yeah. Oh oh absolutely, absolutely, my dude. Yeah. I'm I'm with I'm with this. You know. Oh, this is what, yeah, this is what we it. want, man, and what we need. Well, here's the thing. Huh? I tell niggas this all the time. How are you gonna become private if you don't even understand business? That's a big part of being private. You know, is understanding how to become self-sufficient without the system. Correct, correct. You know, it you know. finally dawned on me, man. Uh, you know, I'm just going to drop this. Maybe it'd be an idea for the rest of the listeners too, man. You know, if you're going to go out here and you're going to play the lottery, all right, uh, don't do it for yourself, man. Make your trust do it. I'm just saying, this is what I've been thinking on the for a moment here, you know, because the trust can really is more qualified and able to bear up that kind of winning. Real talk. So you can get right. a ticket play, and gift it I over don't, to I'm the trust. Be honest with you, y'all. I don't. I don't play the lottery. So I think that that's for. Think I really honestly think that's for broke people and niggas with poor mentality. So I get what you're saying. So if you happen to play the lottery, right. you happen to win, and you're listening, put it in trust. But other than that, nigga, I'm not going to play the lottery because I'm not betting my, my odds on getting rich like that. Right, 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 right. I totally understand it, man. But for those who, you know, messing with it, yeah, you don't want to win and, and, and have it on you. They'll kill you. Taxes is the whole <laughs> nine. <laughs> hey, you know, you want, you, want that, you want that foreign trust to be able to hold that ticket. Real talk. Yeah, yeah. So real talk. Just a, a point of thought, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. I appreciate you, guys. I'll holler back at you. No problem, man. No problem. Peace. All right. Peace to God. Now, let's go to 719-301. Peace to God. Peace. Peace, God. Peace. Peace, peace. What's going on? What's going down? Talk, good, bro. Chilling. Looking at all these niggas dropping off because they don't want to hear about the business, <laughs> 
It's all good. It all starts with the mind, and that's where it really is all at. You know, it's all good. All this is connection. I personally, and, I personally care less, man. I, we talk so much shit, man. Nigga, I could play, nigga, re, rerun for the next year. <laughs> you know, right? The right, information right, out there. Right. The information out there, bro. Yeah, it is. It is, and I'm just starting to learn that too. And you know, you like you said, we want to be private, whatever. No matter. Yep. And with the mind, the thing, the trick about it is sometimes negative thoughts kind of slip in. It's not more so that you're consciously doing it, but you know, since we're all connected, there's so much programs out here being ran that those negative thoughts kind of slip into your reality, and you just got to be conscious of that. You got to catch it. Or else it's going to create no, a whole no, mess of beauty. So, Yo, I just but, you. You, you know, I, I liken that to, like, when I was playing football in school, right, and they, they make you do six inches. You have to put your legs up six inches from the ground when you're on your back and shit. Right? And it's a mind over matter thing. Because when you was a kid, you, you swing your legs up in there all the time. You didn't, didn't, didn't think a thing about it. So, it's you know, it just shows you how even the simplest things make your mind be like, oh, you can't do that. Because what is yeah. it? That's like, to me, that's almost like, um, like, nigga, is that a programming that we learn early on how to become right. fearful of success? Right, right, right. How to think a certain way? Right. They never That's taught true. you how to manifest. Your parents didn't teach you how to manifest as a child. They mm-hmm. they, they showed you how to work. <laughs> yeah, limitation is the the like the criteria that most people use to live their lives. It's just bad. everything is really based on limits and limits and limits. And yeah, I think I think I kind of play a role in that too. Because they, they've been got too. They got got also. So they condition the children yeah. the same way. It's self-responsibility is a huge key too. So no matter how yes, you are conditioned, you, you just got to take self-responsibility. You got to take responsibility. Like, like your boy said, take responsibility of being God. Yes. Yes. It's a lot of responsibility, but take it nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there's always balance to it <laughs> yes it is real talk real talk Indeed. well well, balance is needed though you know so but what's good yes. though man you know um, you got a question uh, something you want to talk about specifically yeah yeah I always got questions I got two this time. I'm not going to up too much time just two questions the one being that so our religious trust, right? Strictly based off of the Constitution. Now, if we want to maximize the use, like when we go out here with sales tax and all that, do you think it's wise to get a sales tax exemption for it, nonetheless? Because, you know, these people out here working yeah. at these stores. you need it. They don't really need yeah, it. you need it. Got you. That's all you got to say. Yeah, I got it. it. Yeah, because yeah, they won't allow you to, a lot of these places, Unless you got that federal personal tax ID that you can get from me. Unless you got that, a lot of these places give you a hard, a very hard time with just saying I'm taxes. Mm-hmm. You got to show where the state recognizes it. 
Right, well, honestly, right, right. Okay. If you got a tax exempt business, your tax exempt business mm-hmm. needs to have a certificate, anyways, showing that it's tax exempt from the state. They need they need to certify if, that so that you can use your exemption properly. Even if it's not, even if, I'm talking, even if it's a five hundred one d. I understand that. Even if it's a five hundred one d. You know I what didn't a know they give out. Yes. Yes, yes. It's the same thing. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Unincorporated, Massachusetts, common law, (laughs) trust, all the same thing. 501D. Got it. Got it. And specifically with a 501D, you're registering it with the IRS anyway. So, Mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, you still need to go and... And at least put it on file with the state so that you can get your exemption if that's how you want to roll. Right. So, yep, right. Even with a problem one Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because I was reading the forms here and they said, it said yep. in the instructions, they said you don't necessarily have to be a 501c3. And being a 501c3 to get it does not guarantee your chances of getting a sales tax. I'm like, okay, so these right. people know. And they give you the option to circle the Constitution or the code. Okay, well, right. it, it, it makes sense. It, it all makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. really do. Because you got to understand, they know. These people know. It's just yes. only and by the way, And so they're not going to educate you if you don't know. Yes, yes, yes. And by the way, just for people that, that domicile Illinois, for the, yep. for the, like, the, for the car trust, there's a form you gotta take in called RUT-50, which is a, a private property tax transaction form. So that's what you gotta fill out. Really, if you don't take that, what they're gonna do is they're gonna, like most of them don't really know what to do, so they're gonna take a lot of time, but if you take that with you, it goes about quicker. So I just wanna put that out there, just, you know, just for the record. So the second question that I got is, can we open a bank account with a CPN that we have an ID for? Like, if we create a CPN with the same name as our Inslegas, can we do that or that not? Again? Is it is it a smart idea to open a, a bank account for a CPN that we have the same ID with? Like, if we get a CPN with the same name as our Inslegas, you think it's a good idea to open a bank account for it to build credit? Or don't even go that route and just use other methods to build credit. I mean, that ain't how I did mine. I mean, if you gotta, hmm. if, if, I really, honestly, I really don't like CPN numbers for that purpose because you gotta have a specific ID and all that other shit. Shoot the fucking straight right. number, it's straight. But you, but then again, bro, that's trial and error. So if you go up in there. And you use it and it works great. If you use it and it don't work and you get yourself some shit, then that's on you. But I'm not gonna tell you to do it. Right, 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 right. Gotta be smart. I, I, like, to, I like I like to do things that, that keep me in, in the realm of, of what's safe. Because a lot of times you're supposed to have a trustee go and open their bank account for you anyway. Right, cause okay, okay, okay. So if you do the estate as a, using your trustee. Can you build business and personal credit on it at the same time, or you gotta do one or the other? 
You do both, depending on where you go. Got it. Okay. That's all the question I got. Okay, God. Peace. Appreciate it. Peace. No doubt. Woo, shit. It is hot out here tonight. 708-743. What up? Yo, what's up? Peace to the guys, Joey. Shit, it's all good. What's going on? Nah, man, just chilling, you know, listening in, you know, uh, like the topic that you're going over, you know, you got to know this business and stuff. Can you hear me? Can you hear me good? Yeah, 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 I hear you great. Okay, yeah, but, um, yeah, man, just, uh, just listening, you know, we talking about the business and, like how you said earlier, like, man, it's, it's definitely important for us to know this business, this commerce, you know, if we're going to be going private. Uh, for the people that's just dropping off trying to get remedy, like this is remedy. You know what I'm saying? Depending on your perception, that's like this is remedy. Like it's all remedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, it's all remedy. How you doing that? At the end of the day. Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm shit. I'm shit. Chilling. Same shit. Get the toilet. Hey. Yeah, no, it's all <laughs> remedy, man. I mean, just I guess it depends on how you look at it. It depends on what works for you. Right. You know what I mean? Some people, because I've talked to some people, some people don't really want car businesses. That ain't their thing. Some people just want to get private. But the way I look at it, all this shit works in conjunction. So if I talk about right. one thing, I talk about another, it all it all ties together. Cause, uh, right. You go ask Robert Kiyosaki how he got rich. He's going to give you all of the different things. He, he going he gonna to talk about your mindset. He's going to talk about your, uh, 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 your bank account. They're going to give you all of these different things. Right. Because like it, it, all, it, all, it all go together. <laughs> it yeah. all go together. Yeah, right. That's right. That's what I'm on. I'm exactly. trying to um, get me some business going, man. You know, I'm on. Uh, Working on my processes and everything, you know, step by step, trying to get everything going so I can get my businesses going. Uh, yeah, I man. You know, um, I tell you, like I tell a lot of people, just take your time, man. Make sure that you build it, have a solid foundation. You want to build business that yeah. lasts, right? You know. Right. And you want to build. And it's actually that, my first time that, talking that to you too. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah man. So I, I always be listening, but uh, it's my first time calling in, first time talking to you. So I just also want to say thank you. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, no doubt. I appreciate y'all. For sure, for sure. Appreciate everybody that, that listens. They take the time to listen. You know, it's a lot less people who listen to the Sunday show than the Friday show. So a lot of people who listen to that show don't even be over here listening on Sunday. So. You know, like I said, I appreciate the people that come over and listen, man. You know, those who, who catch the info, they're going to get it. But, you know, right. one of the things that I'm doing a, a lot less now is I'm, I'm not going to be doing as much promoting of, the, of these shows and stuff like that, man. Because a lot of people um, who who are ready for this information, they know where to go get it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, I appreciate you, though, but, you know, I, you know, because... Those who got ears to hear and eyes to see, they know where it's at. Exactly. They know where we. Exactly. They know where we at. <laughs> right with the king of the remedy. I mean, if you if you, if you gonna, no. if you need it, you know what I'm saying. You gonna come in and get it. 
no doubt. No doubt, you know. Shit, here's the thing. What we teach, anybody else who, you know, a lot of these other teachers, you know, they, they what they don't do is show you the laws and shit. So what we teach is out there, you know. It's in the public. It ain't, so it ain't like you right. know, other people can't teach it. Right, but see, it's like the thing with y'all, though, like the way you and Jonah be teaching it, like the way y'all break it down, y'all break it down to, like, simplistic yeah, terms. Yeah, yeah, break that shit down simple, man. Yeah, yeah, it got to be simple so people can understand it. Yeah, and then, like, what I noticed, like, what other people try to teach it, you know, they, they try to... They try to make themselves seem smarter, make it make it seem like it's more complicated than what it really is. And it's like, it's, nah, because it's if really you really not. look at it, and, yeah, it, it, it's not that complicated. You know why people really? do that? Like, you know why people do that? People people do that to keep you coming back to keep you spending your money. That's why niggas do that. Mm. Niggas do that to mm. keep you hooked. Keep you asking. Yeah. For What's the next thing? <laughs> You know, we're trying to get their finesse on. <laughs> Not even yeah, really trying always to always trying to get their finesse on. <laughs> exactly. Dang. You know, so 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 yeah. I mean, I appreciate it, man. You know, we consciously, you know, teach people in a way where they can understand it, and and, and where nigga, if I if you learn it, you can go teach somebody else. Right, right. Each one, each one. Yeah. Each one. I try to, I try to, and especially like now since I've um, since I really been studying hard and applying, it, like actually you know putting in the work to get this stuff done, and as I've been doing that and I've been studying hard, like I've been obviously I've been learning more, and then it's like when other people's situations come about, and now that I know more, I can be able to shed light on their situation, and you know what I'm saying, be able to provide a little help, you know. And even then, I, I refer him to y'all. Like, I, I told a homie about y'all the other day. I, I tell a homie about y'all all the time. But one of my homies, he, you know, no, I, got I, a little child support yeah. problem. A lot of shit is word of mouth yeah. these days, man. You know? For real, for real. Uh-huh. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it. Trying, just trying to, trying to get all our people on, man. Because that's really what I think is, is what we need, you know, as far as, as people like to, to succeed. As a community, like we we got to get on the same page and, and be able to attack this oh, yeah. thing together. Well, well, well. See, the problem is, is niggas is caught up in in a bunch of shit that don't fucking matter. True, you know I man. And and here's the other thing: a lot of people don't have a mental capacity to receive this information. Let's just keep it real. It should take a lot of yeah. mental, it took a lot of mental capacity, bro. A lot of niggas, my bad nigga tell me, bro, I can't sit there and listen to all that, bro. I can't come in the seminar. Bro. I had a nigga come to my seminar that I knew, bro. This nigga paid, came in, stepped for 20 minutes and left. He's like, yeah, bro. He's like, you, you can't just do the injunction for me, bro. He's like, I can't listen to all that. And I went in teaching, yeah, teaching. I'm like, yeah, so most cats don't yeah, have it's definitely like that. To <laughs> information and it's, you know what I'm saying? And it's full. So, I was like, hey, dog, listen, if you can't really receive this information, this ain't for you. And, and, exactly. and now let me tell you something. Me and Jonah had this conversation today. You know, this information is for the leaders of leaders. Let's keep it 100 I think about that all the time. This, this shit ain't for like, really Women and men. This is, man, listen, bro. This, this type of shit 
it's for people who go hard in the paint and don't stop. Yeah. The, and the with this information, you can't really stop. You can't oh, stop. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You know, only time, only time dictates who will stick around. You know, I, I don't be up on the radio preaching to niggas, you know, because it's some shit I'm trying to do. Nigga, I really be living this lifestyle. I really be living like this, you know? And, and, and right. so, what I do is impart my knowledge. Yo, this is how I operate my business. You know, this is the best way y'all should do it. This is how we do things. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I give you the best remedies that work for me, you know what I mean? They work for you. Then you need to give it to somebody else. You have exactly. a Right. I definitely understand that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. But, um, but yeah, bro. So, uh, I'm going to keep it moving if you ain't got no more questions or comments or anything like that. Um, yeah, I got I got a couple questions actually. Um, okay, let's get them in right quick. What you got all right. Well, uh, one question I got is like um, referring to like the last name, um, comma first and uh, then middle name. Like, how should we be That's signing that? You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's how you sign it. Okay. Just last name, comma first middle name. That's how you sign it. Okay. That's known as that's, and, that's uh, the state. That's the that's the creditor. Right. And that's how we should be signing anything as far as when when it's dealing with the uh, state. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When, when you're dealing with anything that has your name on it, that's how you should be signing. Got you. Okay. I right. I got that. I got that. And um well, my second question is, um, I was I was working on my declaration of trust for my estate, and um, I got I got the template from Jonah, and um, I just wanted to know, like, could could anybody look over it just to, cause I'm I'm in Illinois, yeah, so yeah, 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 um, got you, okay, say less, I got you, um, yeah, that's 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 all I had, you know what I'm saying, that's all, that's all I had. Yeah, just set up a console. We'd be happy to look over for you. Uh, I bet. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, appreciate I'm, you I'm sitting back, guy. Uh, you feel me? Appreciate you, man. No peace to God. No, all right, peace to God. Peace, God. All right. Uh, 717-513. What's going down? Peace, God. Peace to God. Nothing bad. How you doing, man? Oh, great. This thing that you're teaching, you you speaking about the same thing on Friday. It's right on time, man. Especially that part you talking about the action thing. Yeah, man. I just lock in on that shit because, nigga, I I know our minds is is really the, the money. You know, money worthless. But if you own money, you got to get your mind right. And then it'll come to you. You want success? Any of this, the positive shit in life, say how your mind right. You know, as a people, though, we be drawing in to our reality the negative shit that we experience because of how we think. Listen to the fucking music that we got. Right. You know? Absolutely. 
It's kind of like how many so, 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 do it. Yeah. <laughs> For real, man. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, I'm constantly, you know, uh, adjusting and readjusting, making sure that, that my mind is, is on point. And, you know, and when I'm listening and feeding my mind with the right shit, because your subconscious is everything. It don't stop. It don't matter how old you is. Sometimes we need to talk to remind you about it. So, this show is about business, but it's really about life. Definitely. You ain't never lie. This is the life skills class that everybody should have had in, in high school or whatever. Shit, damn right, man. They don't, they'll never tell you the laws of success. Law of action. Law of time. You know, law of change and vision. And, and most importantly, the law of relationships. How many people, you know, bro, got fucked up relationships because they don't know how to communicate? That's a, that should be a basic principle that you learn with your child. Yeah, there's a whole lot of that out here. Shit, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so what's good, though, man? What's the, what's the word, man? I, I wanted to chime in. I, I had a question. It wasn't about remedy. It was more like a, a history question. Yeah, what you got? But, um, all right, so um, I remember on a prior show, uh, yeah, Jonah said they added a thousand years to the calendar. I've, I've heard other scholars say this. So, um, is the, is the Dark Ages and whatever happened in, in 1740, you no, know, 1774 and the founding of the Constitution and all that, did that all happen around the same time? You know, it's hard to say because we don't know at what point they changed the calendar. But if it was, if you was to ask me, I would say probably not because. From my understanding, the change of the calendar happened around the time of the Reconstruction era. So when they did the Reconstruction Act, that's when they brought in the Gregorian calendar or whatnot. From my understanding, could be wrong. So somebody's got information for the content, bring it. But when they did the Reconstruction Act, they was able to bring in and change the calendar and change the history books and stuff like that. And then they added time onto your calendar. Yeah. But this shit's been written yeah, down. It kind of dawned on me the other day. Like, yeah, wow, so there's that book. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, information's out there. There's a book. Let me give you the title of it. Um, it's called... It's called The Year Without a Summer, 1816, right? And that's the book where Jonah was, you know, he was telling people about, you know, how... What happened is that, you know, there was cataclysms all over. So when they did these cataclysms all over, you know, and they was able to go in and, and rewrite history, this is when they did the reconstruction. So a lot of things that you think took place six, seven hundred years ago or whatever, wasn't really that long ago. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like it drops a lot of plagues and they a lot of plagues and whatever. Oh my bad. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go check. Yeah, go check out that book. 
drop a lot of stuff about that. Legs and all of that. Year without a summer, 1816. William, William Cleanman. Yeah, I'm still on that uh, Tecumseh joint with the uh, the prophecy of the black sun. I'm still on that right now. Okay. Word. I'm going to check that one out too, though. I yeah, check it out. Check I mean, out. you know, it's a lot of information, man. I mean, you know, the, the thing is, is they, they definitely rewrote our history. You know. But at the same time, we don't know how much of it, we don't know to what extent has been erased yet. Oh, you know, we still find, we're still really figuring a lot of that out. Yeah, like more and more every day, like you be reading it, be like, yeah, all this stuff is starting to seem like. Like you starting to, I'm starting to see the remixes, like everything is remixed. Not yeah, up. straight up. It is. Oh yeah, puppet remixes. People it. They put the puppet remix on everything. That's a lot of them American battles. They're saying mm-hmm. they ain't even fight the battles. The storm came and saved them. A lot of these battles. Always a thunderstorm or something. Well, um, I mean, they don't even tell you about all the, all of the all of the galactic wars that went down. Galactic. Now you just That's what I said. Galactic. A whole other dimension. Galactic. Yeah, man. Yeah. You need to go. You need to go read the Emerald Tavern. The Numa Leash. You know, a lot of uh, there's a oh, lot of oh, science out here, man, that they that, that that they cover up. There's, there's there's even more books, you know, um, that that talk about our existence beyond this this earth. And how we came to this planet, you know. When you when you step outside of the planet, time effectively stops in the sense that we know it. So when you hear the old verse, the old Bible verse where they talk about a day with the Lord is like a, a like a, was it a, a thousand days or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever that old saying is. What they're really telling you is that is when you get outside of here and do one day. Or outside of the planet could be considered a thousand days or a thousand years, whatever, here on the planet. So, you know, I mean, it, the history is out there. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, we, we actually have done a few shows on that shit, man. We're going to have to do a show on that shit and bring all that information forward on the Anunnaki and all of that because that's some deep shit. And a lot of people don't know that history. Don't get Jonah started. He'll break the shit all the way down for you. Hey, I appreciate you calling, dog. Definitely. Oh, oh, I have one more question. Yeah, go ahead. Can I get it in real quick? All right. So, eventually, like, we're, we're going to have to go back to the laws of our ancestors, right? Go on private. Still there? You got a question? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Um, eventually, we're gonna have to go back to the laws of our ancestors. And you know how back in the day, like mulattoes and white people was kind of like in the same boat. Are we gonna have to go back to that, or are we gonna change the laws as we go along, going into the future? 
I'm not even understanding that question, dog. Okay. No disrespect. What What are you asking? Like the the system that that was in place before, you know, uh, the insurgency. You know, like the, the caste system, like mulattoes and white people. He's like the same boat. So you want to know? Here. So you want to know? Well, I don't think. First of all, I don't think that that would be honorable. I think, I think to go back to a system like that would be honorable. That's what got us in this position in the first place. We're in a different world. So most people will never come into this information. I doubt that's anything you got to worry about, brother. To be honest with you. You don't think that this government and, and and the way that things are moving now will, will completely ever go back to that form of government? Because the reality of it is, is that it, it probably won't happen in my lifetime of years. But in terms of like keeping white people segregated and and malign, I don't I don't believe in that shit. What I believe in is if a motherfucker works for his land, let him have it. That's where we at. We we in a commercial reality now, where anybody, no matter who they is, can go get it. Now your heritage, if you are more, right, and you know you get to the point where you say, okay, I got enough resources. Me and my people, we gonna create our own little communities, right, our own political subdivisions. Then you do whatever you want in your political subdivision, as long as you're not hurting other people. But to go back to something, bro, where, you know, we under those strict laws. Cause I know it's not, I know what you're saying, you know, to where, because, you know, the laws were so strict back then where, you know, if we, if we really been, went back under Mohammedan law, you know, white folks would be in prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we truly went back under Mohammedan law, they, they would be our slaves again. So we have to go back under Mohammedan law in certain aspects, you know. Um, I just I, I don't think that everything about how our ancestors lived there will fit into what we're doing today. Jack, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I was just trying to see like if we're reviving the, the Moorish Empire, will we just be creating something different? But you're right. We probably wouldn't happen in our lifetime. It was just a thought. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm going to tell you this, too. Would you really want a slave right now, nigga? A lot of work to keep slaves. <laughs> would, you, would you really want to have a society? I mean, you know, listen, I, I don't have no problems, you know what I'm saying, with other races of people. This is how commerce and stuff keeps the world going. But if we go back under certain laws, man, where, like, let's keep it 100, bro. If we went back under the laws of our ancestors, a lot of our women would have to be killed. A lot of our women would have to be, what they call, flogged for shit that they're doing on social media. You understand that, bro? Like, nigga, it would be a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Women that keep, nigga, like, there's a book. It's called, uh, it's a PDF. You can go pull it. It's called um, uh, Aboriginal. Uh, what is it? Um, Aboriginal. I think it's Aboriginal Americans. I got it. I got to pull it up again. Um, it's a PDF, and I've said it on a few episodes before. 
But in the PDF, they tell you that if, if all women cheated, um, what the Aboriginal people would do, if, they found, if a woman was found to be, you know, um, an infidelity to her husband, then it was part of the tribal custom to bury her to her head and stone her. Now, nigga, that's pretty brutal. Wow. Yeah. That's some pretty brutal shit. It's called Aboriginal Tribes in America. Go pull it. Yeah, go check that book out. Aboriginal Tribes in America. And the white dude dude was going around America, and he was observing the the black tribes. And that was one of the things that, you know, he observed. And then they say, you know, later, when they adopted Christianity, they changed a lot of them customs. But I'm just saying, nigga, we went back under them laws, bro. Some people would be hurting. Niggas, still you get your hands cut off. It's some pretty harsh laws. Oh, yeah. Y'all thinking about all of that. That crazy. Yeah, man. That's all so, I got. Thank you. you said it's called a- Aboriginal Americans. Yeah, Aboriginal tribes in America. Right. Check it out. Check it's a pretty interesting PDF. Hmm? It was written like it's written in like the late 1800s. Well, thanks, bro. The I other, appreciate so that. I've been looking at some of these books like, yo, they wrote this book in like 1800. Nigga, when they did reconstruction, right before they did reconstruction. So that that, that ought to tell you something. Hmm. But yeah, I appreciate you calling, dog. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for imparting this knowledge on us, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt, bro. No doubt. Peace to God. Peace to God. All right, let's go to uh, 585 351. 585 you there? Hey, what's up, Joey? What's going down? Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, man. I caught I caught the first part of the show, man. That that clip was that 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 had changed your whole perspective, I, I man. That, right? kind of, yeah. Yeah, man. That was deep. Mm-hmm. That was real deep, man. But um, yeah, man. Well, I mean, as far as I was like, once we get that down, man, people to realize one percent, nigga, you making thirty two thousand. You part of the one. Yeah. That's just, I mean, like I said, it just changed the whole perspective because, I mean, when especially when it comes to the commerce, it's like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, just growing up, you know what I'm saying, from the inner city, it's like, oh, man, I, you know what I'm saying, make my first million, I was like, make my first billion, like, it, it, it don't mean nothing no more, you know what I'm saying? So you got to strive mean, more. It don't even mean shit. It don't even mean shit, bro. A million dollars, nigga, a million dollars or less, you're broke. Yeah. You're poor. Wow. Yeah, man, I was. That's um. I mean, it's, it's so far, man. It's a good show. It's always a good show, man. I just, you know, I'm tuning in, oh, and getting this info, that. I appreciate, um, I appreciate you jotting everything doing. down, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate um, but I did, I did have man. a question. I didn't want to um. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to jump off topic, but I did have a quick question. Well, um, only because it just reached. Um, yeah. So Friday, I went to um. This about the habeas. Um, I, I went to file at like at the Supreme Court. And um, they was like they didn't know what it was. It was they were just giving me a lot of kickback with that. Um, and I did, you know, I said I listened to a few shows about how to file it, how to get the copies, and all of that. But 
they sent me from Supreme to the county building. It was like back and forth, and ain't nobody really want to. You know what I'm saying? Want to file it? Yeah. For who? You said for who? Yeah. Uh, for for my brother. To pull him out of jail. Yeah, he up he upstate right now. I'm in New York, so he he upstate right now, and um. I mean, I got when we with me. You, I, I think I did like a consultation with you, like two, like maybe like a month and a half ago. Um, and he, um, you know, I got all of the stuff that you told me to get together. Got all his paperwork, everything. Um, Where you at? Nigga? And I went to file it. And they, yeah, I'm I'm in upstate. I'm in Rochester. Mm. Yeah, he in Elmira. So they was like, oh, you can't bring a claim against the sheriff. I'm like, mm. I said, this is a petition. You know what I mean? This not. They were just trying to call it something that it wasn't. So, all right. So here's the thing, right? Um, if you, and you got to pull that rule. I'm going to pull it right quick. Uh, all right. So it says, notice before hearing where decision is by virtue of a mandate, the court shall not adjudicate the issues in the proceeding until written notice of the time and place of the hearing has been served either personally eight days prior to the hearing or in any manner of the time that the court may order, where the mandate was issued in a civil cause upon the person interested in continuing the detention or upon his attorney, or where the person is detained by order of the family court. Okay. Uh, what's he in court for, in jail for? Um, um, uh, coming to possession of a firearm. Okay. Does in any other case upon the district attorney of the county in which the person was detained when the writ was served upon the district attorney of the county from which he was committed? All right. The petitioner or the person detained may deny under oath, orally, or in writing any material allegation, answering affidavit, or there's the fact showing that the person was detained was entitled to the discharge. Hearing to be summary, the court shall proceed in a summary manner to hear the evidence produced in support of and against the detention and to dispose of the proceedings. So, did you send it to the district attorney? Um, I haven't. I, I went to a Supreme Court clerk first. I haven't sent it out yeah. to nobody. I wanted to make sure I did it right. Okay. Looks like you need to go back and deal with the district attorney first. To actually okay, so send it to the district attorney. The charges. Right. Under New okay. York law. So do I not? Under under yeah. the the New York Civil Practice Law, that's um Habeas Corpus seven zero zero one dash seven zero one two. So that's that's they gotcha. code, right? Now of course you can put a New yeah. York Constitution and we'll say that you can do it with the Habeas Corpus, but you want to use a code because they code won't tell you who to go to. Now it also let me pull this one hold on. Okay. Application of article proceeding, otherwise prescribed by statute, applicable to common law. Okay, hold on. Um just a second. Now, petition. A person illegally imprisoned or otherwise restrained in his liberty within the state or acting on his behalf or a party in a child abuse proceeding subsequent to an order of the family court or another court. Now, uh, the writ of habeas corpus to inquire the same of such defense for deliverance. The judge authorized to issue writs of habeas corpus have evidence in the judicial proceedings, so so you're doing it in the private. So when you do it in the private, you've got to submit to that attorney. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you need to deal with the district attorney. Okay. I would encourage you to go pull this New York code too, so you know what the code says about it. Okay. 
Yeah, man. And um, I had a question, though. My question is, uh, you know, I've got a couple businesses ideas, but do you think I could, uh, it'd be wise to use, you know, like my, my, my children, I got daughters, you know what I mean, as uh, trustees to the family trust. You know what I mean? Since, you know, wifey ain't well, really the, the, on par well, with the, that. The, the plot, well, are your daughters 18? Are they old enough to go into a bank and set up a bank account? Oh, yeah. They're 21, yeah. Them. No problem. Okay. All right. All right. So, because uh, they got their passport, so, you know, it make it a lot easier. And, uh, yeah, you can use them. Can no problem. And, and they can squeeze off that CPN number instead of the social when they're doing that, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Nah, or I'm on it. use that estate number. I, I, I'd probably have them use the estate number to keep them, keep them safe. Okay. All right. Say no more. Say no more. Yeah, man. Good show, man. Great show. Thank A lot you, of people got to be positive, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Everything good with yeah, you? I appreciate you, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm straight. I'm straight, man. I can't complain, dog. Shit, if I did, yeah, it would make a difference. I'm, I'm good money. Believe me. All Absolutely, back. man. That's what's That's up, back, man. man. I, heard you, I heard you talking about uh, the cookout earlier, so I know you like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, we have the cookout man. right now. Yeah, everybody outside. Have, yeah, yeah, we have the cookout right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so That's I did, you know... We, we, we normally have a couple cookouts a couple times a year, man. I'd like the people do. You know, keep the good vibes going. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's all good. I, you know, I, but what I do is I try to make sure I get on the radio. What I don't want to do is, is, is neglect the responsibility, make sure that we still holler at the people, you know. So I appreciate everybody yeah, still yeah. coming in and sitting in with us because that's what's important. Somebody's like, man, let me be no show you. I'm like, shit, why not? Absolutely, you know what I mean? It, it, it builds every day, you know what I mean? Because you need this every day. And the day that you ain't on, you know, sitting back listening to the archives, you know, just, that's it. It's exactly. Yeah, no doubt. Catching this, no doubt. catching that, shit that you missed. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I got that. Perfect. You know what I mean? And then you guys giving us the, the, the uh, platform to call in with our questions, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's even better, you know. Well, thanks to you guys. That's though. the whole thing about the yeah. That, that's the whole thing about the um, you know, the platform is that if you can't afford a consultation, at least you can call in and still get your questions in. I've been telling guys that all the time. I'm like, yo, if you can't afford a consult, but just call in. This why we create this time, you know. Mm-hmm. The shit I can, I, yeah. I can teach nigga the whole, the whole three hours. I just choose not to because really, I like, got to talk. I talk my ass a lot. Mm-hmm. I talk to y'all the whole time. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. So, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all good, man. I yeah, appreciate man. you calling, though, fam. We're going to take another right, call. Man. I'll keep in touch, man. Peace to the God. Okay, God. Peace to the God. All right. Uh, let's see here. 40768. What up? 40768. You there? <laughs> Hello? Yo, 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 yo. Oh, yeah, you hear me. Well, 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 what up, peace of the God? Yo, what up? Oh, peace, man. I had it on speakerphone. I couldn't even hear. 
No, I'm at work on Sundays. Mm-hmm. What's up, Joey? Oh, okay. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll see you order the product. I'll get that over to you this evening, too. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I need to get that tiger because I'm going to do it. I'm turning it in tomorrow, actually, and um, work okay. on it tonight if you send it to me. Um, yeah, okay. I didn't, I'm going to listen to the replay when I get out of work. I know you was t- talking on business um, a little bit. I couldn't even really tune in. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go back Small to the mind, replay. You know, a little magnetism, no doubt. I love it. I love it all the time, Joe. You always bring in the, the right points what we need. You know what I mean? Because we definitely got to get into the business and be doing that. Because I got a lot to talk to you when I see you in Orlando about different trusts oh, yeah, no and setting doubt. up and shit. For sure. Um, I'm going to ask a quick question. With that motion to for discovery, right, you know the situation, the new situation. You know, they did it everything in the, in the spiritual name. Would I have to address that or would I just do the motion for discovery and then Go on with the next step. Would I have to explain how I'm not uh, a citizen? I, do a mo- uh, I mean, they did that shit in the spiritual line, but my, my question is how they tie it to the illegal if it's in the spiritual line. How you fighting the case in the spiritual line? Yeah, the address is not there. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, no, that's I'm, why I said, should I address that? Yeah, what you said? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to understand how you fighting the case, though, period. Like, how are you showing up for a case in the spiritual name? That's why I'm I'm confused because they got the spiritual name and that's it. They just got the name and then they're just sticking charges on the name. They're not they're not switching no other name, right. no address. Right. I'm, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. How how are you showing up for that? How can they how can how can them charges uh, stick? Well, if I'm on bond with yeah. that would that even do something if I'm on bond for that situation because I didn't you're have you on now. bond under what name? Under the spiritual name. Yeah, none of that even make no sense to me, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm That's you. all private, bro. That shit, that shit doesn't have a thought. So I don't understand. You mix in public and private, man. I don't know how. I, that's why I'm confused, man. Like I didn't sign anything. I didn't give her no IDs. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Uh, I, yeah. I don't really have no, nothing to tell you on that because mm-hmm. I really felt like I really feel like the way that I feel like about that is number one, mm-hmm. how you fighting a case? They got your spiritual name. In it. That's like that doesn't make sense to me. That's not even tied to a social security number. And then how did you bond out of jail with a spiritual name? Like that. <sighs> I don't understand, bro. Did you get fingerprints under that name? Did they book you under? I, that's they booked that me clean. They booked me clean under the name. That's why I'm trying to say. How should I rebut everything off rip or do a discovery rebutting? Like I ain't a USC. How y'all even going forward with this? I ain't get you know. No, bro. You, well, you, well, listen, bro. You got if you're gonna fight that case, you gotta do it like any other case. Nothing different. You got what? If you're going to fight the case, you got to fight it like every other case. Motion to dismiss. Sure. And you got to bring up the points of authority. There's nothing different. I just don't understand how you fight the case in a name that don't even have ties to their system. I'm just me. confused. I, I wouldn't even be going in there. I wouldn't even be going in there. I was thinking about but not even showing up. But, but, the, the, but the bomb people got your information. They know how to find you. Exactly. So, exactly. Still got to deal with it because you had to bond out. That's why I, I didn't want to bring it up. Man, 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 go get your shit straight down there, bro. Stop riding around like that. Bro, I got everything in 
You spending more money oh, on energy fighting cases, dude. You know that? I'm gonna keep I know. You, nigga. I'm, you my nigga, but I'm tired of hearing about the goddamn cases. You spending more I know, Joe. <laughs> fighting cases, nigga, than, than actually doing some pro- some productive shit. This is not productive, nigga. I know, man. So this shit got me stressed. That trust, nigga. That's the only thing I didn't do. Everything else is out of there. I don't even use the straw. I don't even do none That's of why that I shit. I don't understand. Over yeah, why I, I guess. He pulling come for on, a t- tag light. For a tag light, but. You man, know, come yeah. on, bro. But, but they'll use I that. I hear you. I hear you, Joey. Any of that shit. See, here, here for sure. I, if you're going to fight it, yeah, you I would still got to fight it the same way that you fought the last case. It just frustrates okay, so, me because it's like, nigga, these people won't stop. Until you no, stop the And so mm. it's like at the yeah. end of the day, bro, you already you already know you're gonna have to fight the case the same way. True, true. I just don't okay. understand how okay. they you know, but yeah, you put your American presumption out of US citizen and all of that shit. Now, you're what I was gonna... is a whole different name. Exactly. It's so crazy, Joey. I'm just so confused sometimes about it, man. I just trying to pray on it. And meditate on it to see what your creative <laughs> find me. That's, that's what the hell is going on? It's, it's your situation, and I'm upset, confused about it. Because I'm oh, like, nigga, man, everybody's upset for me, bro. How you how you fighting a case, nigga, in a name that's not in the system that don't have a social security number that's not a United States citizen? That's like a foreign no address going into court. None of that. I don't know, Joey. So what I was gonna say to you real quick. Um, what I wrote up was, uh, I'm got the discovery now from you. Now, why I actually remember in that text, I text you because I wrote up a rebuttal to all the shit the cop put on the record. But I see that if you do a di- the discovery, it will pretty much force them to bring that evidence. But I was going to rebut whatever yeah. he put in the affidavit of rip. You still need it. Yeah, you, well, okay. I will probably do discovery first. Okay, file discovery first, wait for the response, then do a, uh, a rebuttal to all the shit that they put in. Yeah, take your time, brother. Well, take your time. You got to take your time. You heard you? You got to take your time. Yeah, I heard you. You got to take your time. Heard, 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 heard. Because I put in, Cause, I, cause the I thing, got the, that The thing drive. about it, mm-hmm. the thing about it is, is you, you put, put the discovery in first and put the motion to dismiss in first. Okay. Based motion on the to point. dismiss first. If they don't dismiss, motion to dismiss first based on the force authority. They don't dismiss it, mm-hmm. then you go for your discovery. Her, her, her. And bring the evidence that y'all going forward with this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. For sure. For sure, sure. All right, Joe, you know. I appreciate it, man. 100, man. Appreciate you, bro. It's all good, man. But, yeah, I you know, know man. I, mean? I, I know we do. You, you guys gonna take your physical bath, nigga. Shit. I was gonna ask Jonah, where do I get the ingredients? I was just because I know it's um, nigga, just go, beach, nigga, just ammonia. Go jump in the Orlando Lake, nigga. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you too funny. Just go jump in the fucking lake, nigga. Lake Lava, nigga. dude, nigga. Oh, oh, baptism, nigga. Yeah. Nah, but for real though, you, you can get uh, the shit that you need, man, from your spiritual bath, bro. Um, I think his wife makes some stuff for that. Uh, you might have, yeah. Call call into the show tomorrow. He'll give you the info on. Okay. 
Okay, for sure, right. for sure. Cause I know it was ammonia bleach and something else. I don't remember the last thing. Yep. Yep. But, yep. 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 Call it the show. He gave you all the ingredients. It's like ammonia. For sure, Joey. Bleach. Uh, I'm definitely because I got to go Wednesday. Shit. You never know. I think it's something like that. I, I'm gonna go. I'm going court Wednesday, so I'm trying to do this tomorrow and meditate on Tuesday and go in there and whoop ass on, on Wednesday. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Definitely, shit. definitely do your spiritual mm-hmm. bath prior to going up in there. I would do that for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know. So magic in that courtroom, bro. That's what I'm you know, that's what they practice in there. Is magic. I've been oh, in there yeah. many times in that court, as you know. So, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Joe, I ain't gonna hold the line no more. I re- I want to say thank you for about, oh, about my, my, my heart, bro. You already, you already know. You hear? <laughs> you hear me? Line line. One. Yo, Joey, much love black, for the black guy. This is the only black guy for sure. They wanna know where you at, nigga. All right, uh, all right, 336, you said you had another question. What's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I got a question, bro. Uh, first of all, I need, do you have a public email? Because I need to send you that discovery for the caller just called in. I need to send you something. Make something call, maybe just look it Yeah, I, uh, that's cool. You can send it, and I'll send them the one I'm just going to send, too. Make more comments at gmail.com. Okay. okay. I got it. Also, too, uh, uh, I noticed on your website you got that intent uh, to sue letter for return of yeah. instrument. Can you can if I get that? Can I use that uh, uh, as a letter of instruction to the CEO for for discharge? Will that work? Can I use that? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Not a letter of instruction, but you can use it as an intent to sue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I just thought maybe I would pull some points from it too, you know, and just kind of go with the soft side first of saying basically, of course. you know, yeah, yeah, these instructions. Yeah. I mean, I never tell people, you know, need to adjust the shit. You do that. Yeah. Then if you don't, if they don't honor, then yeah, I can come in, you know, real hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never tell people not to, but you need to, yeah. Yeah. If you need to adjust something, you can do that. I mean, that's 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 really what a template is for. You adjust it to fit your situation. Right. Really okay. Good. Cool. Cool. Then. Cool. Then I'm okay. I'm on that. So then, um, okay. let's see. Uh, can I? Okay. What about these eighty-eight thirty? Let me ask you this. I I got I got a nine-eight for for a family trust. Okay. It's a nine-eight, but I got a, I got a, like two or three names up underneath that. Okay. And, and and those names are, are separate EINs I got online, and I made that nine eight um, the responsible party. Okay. So now what I'm what I'm wanting to know is, can I make those individual names up underneath that nine eight? Can I can those be trusts as well with the declaration of trust and all of that? They can be. Okay. Okay, because uh, they are unincorporated religious associations. Are we still on that, or is there something I'm missing? There's something else that we're doing now. Hey, that's it. Okay, and if they unincorporated religious associations, um, 
I'm wondering what's this the, thing now I'm hearing. That that really depends on you, man. Depends on what you decide to say. Right. right. I'm right. operating. Right. I operate right. multiple entities. I got I got a couple LLCs too. They just owned by my trust. You do business okay. man, like people, okay. people, people, people. So like, like, let's not mistake it. Like, I teach unincorporated business associations because most people don't really understand how to fully operate an LLC. Number one, and most people won't use it properly. And so it's easier for you right. to create a business where it could be unincorporated, where you don't have to worry about the tax, and you can just make you know your little money and do your business. But if right. you want to go into commerce in the public, you'll need an LLC. But you don't have to be the owner of it. You can create a trust and make a trust owner, and then it can go into business. Then right. Good. Now, do you need no, to... No, it's still a 14th Amendment. Right. Okay, so it's it's not a 14th Amendment. No, it is. Oh, it is. I got you. LLC, LLC will always be a Fourteenth Amendment. Be a Fourteenth Amendment. But yeah, but who's the responsible party? Okay, is what makes the difference. All right. Well, I'm on I'm on a different level on that because I'm I'm under that unincorporated religious association type thing where I'm operating like that doing in my doing from doing from my belief the work of Almighty God no matter what I'm doing. Feel me? Right. Right. Alright, so yeah, that said I know, Yeah, I know, yeah, that's how you operate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with that said though, my my I guess this question is, do would you I don't need to use no eighty eight thirty two to try to tie it back into the nine eight if the nine eight's a responsible party, right? I would still do eighty eight thirty two. You give it over to it. Just make a notice. Okay, because uh, some of them are, are rejecting that, saying basically you don't need to do an 8832 because you made a 98 a responsible party. So they some of them well, they kicking back. Oh, 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 oh! You already made it. You know what I mean? Party when you set up the entity. Oh, when you set the entity up, yeah, right. then you don't have to. If you if you did it when you set the entity right. up, then no, you don't have to. But if it's done after okay, the fact, cool. yeah, you have to. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So really, that eighty-eight thirty-two best would really, in my situation, would best fit for somebody that's trying. That so, let's say I got the in leagues and as an estate, and I'm trying to tie that into the nine-eight spiritual name. So the eighty-eight thirty-two would work for that, right? Yeah, it would. All right, all right. One more thing: getting that dad going on a phone bill in that trust name. Oh, what's your thought on that? I mean, in terms of what? what you mean? Trying to, trying to get, like, I'm trying to get it, the trust. Like, uh, I'm trying to get the phone bill and the trust name. For what purpose? For like the purpose of trust making. Nah, nah, I ain't even trying to do no credit. I just want the trust. I just want it in the trust name so that basically I can stay in the private and the trust make the bills, pay the bills with the trustee. Oh, then just take the yeah. I um, mean, you can't do it with a nine eight number. You can only do that with a, a Massachusetts business trust, which is a right. Oh, how about trust, that? How about the EIN that I did online? Uh, making the nine eight the responsible party. Can I use that one? 
What's that number for? Your business? Yeah. Yeah, it's for it's the Unincorporated Religious Association. It's an eight three number that I got online. And I made and I made that, I that. made another yeah, nine eight yeah, three yeah. responsible part. Yeah, you can use yeah, yeah, you can use that number. The eight three number. You can take that Man. number into the phone company and then they'll let you use it. And then if you want to use the state number as the guarantor, if they ask you for one, you you use that. Right. Or I got a trustee I can use. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool too. All right, bro. All right. All right. Hey, one more thing I wanted to drop to you, man. That Rational Mail, that the audio book for the mm-hmm. Rational Mail, man, it's going heavy on relationships, man, and how men are dealing with relationships with women. It's deep, man. I just want to drop that. All right. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm gonna check that out. Yo, you know, I'm all about it. It's that. heavy. I'm gonna check that man. out. We gonna we gonna be talking about that sure enough when you see this one, man. It's so <laughs> deep. Man. I, I'm a, I'm a definitely no joke, check, man. Check it to me. All right, no problem. I'm on it, yo. All so right. you're eating that. Make Keep sure that. All right, so makemorecommerce.com uh, or at gmail.com. That's your email. Yep. Peace, God. I'm out. All right, peace to the God. All right, y'all. I'm up out of here, man. That's the show. Guys. We're going to uh, we're going to be in Orlando uh, on the fifteenth. So make sure you register. Come out to Orlando. Come holler at us. Go to makemorecommerce.com. You got a console with me? Hit me up. We need to talk. All right. If not, you know where to get with me. Makemorecommerce.com. Make sure you get us uh, get with us this week on Friday. Open for on Friday with Jonah Bay and show the team off. Say some love, man. Call into a show tomorrow. Should be on bright and early. All right. Peace to the gods. We out.